Access denied. Access denied. Access granted. Patient zero has been identified. Patient zero has been identified. Listeners who didn't wish to hear about such things should turn, must turn off their radios. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <clears throat> we are back once again for the greatest show on planet Earth, the greatest podcast on Podbean, the greatest podcast in your motherfucking mouth, the greatest podcast on this universe. It is Mixture of Variety. And I'm your host, give it up one time, Patient Zero. Yes, indeed. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> so what's up? What's going on? How is everybody? How is everybody? It is a beautiful night to be alive. It is also a crazy time to be alive. But it is a beautiful night to be alive, and I'm going to be in this moment with you. And I ask for you to be in this moment with me, because this moment is all we have. So what is up? What is up? What is everybody doing? How is everybody feeling? This is Mixture of Variety, like I said. And it must be my favorite time of day because it's 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Mixture of Variety goes live Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I got to throw that in there because I know Podbean is global. So if you're listening to me right now, good evening. If you're in the United States, if you're out of the United States and you're somewhere in India or Norway or Italy or Germany, good morning. Good fucking morning to everybody. So hope everybody had a good day. It is Wednesday, May 6th. Maybe everybody is recovered by now. From Cinco de Mayo. Maybe. Maybe the hangover has. Finally passed. Huh? You made it through. I hope you had fun. I hope everybody had fun. I actually did a. Cinco de Mayo AA meeting. On this podcast last night. So if you guys. Are interested. You think you have a problem, you think you want to quit, 
you think you want to see what AA is all about, but you don't want to officially go to a meeting, check out my podcast. Or you can always go to intherooms.com. But the reason why I say that is because mixture of variety, obviously, we talk about a huge variety of topics and addiction, sobriety, and recovery are just a couple of them. I'm really big into that. And like always, I want to use this platform to help people and also entertain people, which I guess is helping people at the same time. And I'm definitely getting entertained. But we talk about some real shit sometimes on the show. We truly do. Um, it's not all fun and games, you know. Uh, we definitely have podcasts that we laugh and joke and bullshit and shoot the shit the whole time. Of course, we're going Monday through Friday. We need, you know, we need to keep it balanced. But this week so far has been nothing but uplifting informational podcasts. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm using this platform to help people and entertain people and entertain myself. And that's just how we roll. And speaking of which, I say we. Unfortunately, Nikki P couldn't make it tonight. But it's all good. I got a... Another amazing show for you guys. An amazing show planned. So I hope you do stay tuned. Either way, shouts to people in the chat room. Or shouts to you if you're listening to the recorded show and you downloaded it. Because I know I upload it for a reason. I upload these shows so they can be heard, obviously. And uh, I'm actually in the process of putting these podcasts on... Google Play. I'm in the process of figuring that out. And also going to a podcast seminar next Thursday to try to promote the fuck out of it and learn how to do so. And also, just yesterday or the day before, I made a Instagram page. So you can look me up on Instagram at Mixture of Variety. I have no social media, so it's very hard for me to promote the show but i tried to do it within the show without the you know with it with out of the show and by word of mouth so your word of mouth means the most right now especially just starting out because i'm i've been in podbean for like two weeks i had a podcast over at Castbox, and i was like eh i'm gonna move over to podbean so i'm starting from ground zero i understand that it's gonna take a while to have people listen to the show consistently but that's when you guys come in if you follow me i'll definitely follow you back eventually i'm a little slow with the emails and shit but eventually i will so if you follow me i'll definitely follow you back i support everybody on podby and i support everybody's podcast i support everybody trying to reach people and i have high respect for people that are trying to make a difference in this world and utilizing your time you know because it seems like right now all we have is time with this Gridlock, quarantine, isolation, madness. Use your time wisely. This might be a test. You never know. You never know. Might be a test from uh, the universe or karma or a higher power, etc., etc. So please follow me. I will follow you back. And please spread the word like coronavirus. Spread the word. All I ask is tell one person. Just tell your mom. Tell your baby mom. Tell your baby dad. Tell a friend. Tell a teacher. Tell an uncle. Tell your best friend. You guys could be besties and listen to me together. I promise I'll entertain. Excuse me while I sip my tea. And I apologize if I sound a little nasally and I apologize if I cough a little bit because I'm still getting over being sick after like on and off being sick for three weeks. So I'm not going to talk about that anymore. But <coughs> excuse me. So let's keep it moving. 
some other of the topics that I talk about. Like I said, we're going live Monday through Friday. That's five shows a week. That's a lot of shit that we talk about. Obviously, there's got to be a lot of material. So some other stuff that we talk about besides addiction, sobriety, and recovery is mental illness, mental health, and sometimes medication revolved around that. Me and my girl Nikki P killed the show on Monday. I definitely suggest you guys check it out, especially if you're having some more anxiety than normal due to the pandemic. Monday's show was 15 ways to soothe panic attacks and severe anxiety. So if you're going through that or know somebody that is going through that or experiencing any of those symptoms, definitely check out the show. We also talk about LGBT life. Shouts to my LGBT people. I just say life because I just keep it real general. I don't like to put labels on anything or anyone, and I don't like to put people in a box. You know, me being gay, uh, I don't fit a lot, a lot, a lot of the stereotypes that come with it. So I'm trying to personally break through stereotypes. And I never label people and never put us as a society in a box. So I just say LGBT life. And really, since I am gay, I talk about LGBT stuff all the time without even knowing it. I just incorporate it into whatever we're talking about just because that's the life that I know. So with that, we also talk about relationships. We definitely talk about sex. Sometimes we go crazy with the sex shows. Definitely check those out. Those are a lot of fun. Current events and news overall, uh, we're kind of getting to today. I don't normally do it, but uh, today I'm going to flip the script a little bit and talk a little bit about a possible conspiracy theory. As some people call it conspiracy theory, I just call it facts, but we're going to get right into that. I'm sure you guys already know what I'm talking about because you read the subject of this podcast. But we'll get to that in a second. Uh, poetry. Can't wait to do a poetry show. Um, hip-hop music. I'm all about hip-hop music. I've been listening to hip-hop music since I was like 11 years old. It's the only music I like. As you can tell, I got some East Coast boom bap playing in the background for you. Talk to me about hip hop all day. Check out some of the shows that we already hit. Talk about top 50 MCs, etc., etc. DBT, dialectical behavioral therapy. I just like to say DBT, but I just like to also say mindfulness in general. I just like to talk about mindfulness. I like to talk about being balanced being focused in the moment. And that's kind of like how I started the show when I said, I'm right here in this moment. I hope you guys are here with me in this moment. That's kind of what I'm saying. I'm all about mindfulness. I'm all about staying in the moment. And DBT is all about that life. So we definitely get into that. Conspiracy theories overall, uh, which I kind of said already, I like sometimes to debunk conspiracy theories. That's sometimes fun, but I'm more on the other end as far as like basically the opposite of the news or the opposite of the government, the opposite of the propaganda, the opposite of all that. I'm on, I'm on the other side. Um, so I basically... Prove that this, you know, whatever conspiracy theory it is, is not going to be debunked and that it's actually coming from a fact. Uh, so we're going to get into that. And then also, like I said, if we're going Monday through Friday, we got to hit a lot of topics. So I just put random topics. 
as far as what we're getting into. I can't list every single show and every single all the material that we have lined up for the show. Um, you know, the list would go on and on and on and on. We talked about Pet Peeves one show. We talked about the Dark Web. I had an entire podcast on that, which was fucking crazy. Um, you know, Monday show, like I said, as far as like taking care of panic attacks yesterday, the AA, um, meeting, the list definitely goes on and on. Uh, me and my girl, Nikki P, we go back and forth with some random funny questions and, you know, which is actually hopefully where we're going to do tomorrow if everything works out, but we'll play that by ear. One show at a time. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about staying in the moment and here I am talking about tomorrow's show. Hello. So above all, if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, above all, this podcast is about positive energy and laughs. And that positive energy can also be in the form of doing a show that's informative like today or yesterday or the day before. But definitely a lot of laughs. I want to, you know, I, I definitely like keeping it light and fun for the most part. For the most part. Real quick, before we go any further. I hate to do it, but I got to do the, the disclaimer real fast. So here's the disclaimer. If you are hypersensitive or get butt hurt easy, this podcast is definitely not for you. Sick and twisted, dark humor vulgar uncensored language and politically incorrect conversations are just some of the things and some of the fun you'll hear on mixture of variety listener discretion is involved i say involved i mean advised sorry listener discretion is advised. Brilliant. All right. So Do you guys hear something? I hear something. Oh, shit. We have some breaking news. And that breaking news comes in the form of a segment that we call Mini Holidays. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Mini Holidays because every day is a holiday. Thank you very much. Thank you. Very much. That's my favorite part of the show. Nah. The whole show is my favorite part. I like turtles. Yes, indeed. Me too. So let's get right to it and start off with the mini holidays. Or at least keep it moving with the mini holidays. I never check these ahead of time. It's always a surprise. Because I want it to be a surprise to you, and I also want it to be a surprise to me. See how simple that is? I really do love this segment of the show, though, because some of these are out of this world, some of these are extremely dumb, and some of these are hilarious. It's almost like they just put words together sometimes. So let's see. Let's jump right into it. All right. So today, May 6th, is Bike to School Day. Bike to School Day, ladies and gentlemen. And since all the kids are out and have no school until at least the fall, um, they're going to probably have to find somewhere else to bike. Because they will not be biking to school. Um, that's that's anyway. That's how it is in New York. I'm not sure how that is 
everywhere else. I mean, if you're listening right now, that might be not be the case, but at least for kids in New York, yeah, they're not going anywhere anytime soon. But that's all right because it's also great American grump out. See what I'm talking about? They just put words together sometimes. Great American grump out. I am not even sure what that is. But I do like it because it says it's a day to focus on humor and positive behaviors. That's pretty cool. Great American grump out. So I'll just grump out on this podcast. Oh shit, I wish I knew this early because I really strict to my I really um was strict on my diet today, but this is also International No Diet Day. God damn. Well, there's still time, I guess, to order from DoorDash. <laughs> International No Diet Day. So there's no diets today, guys. Which I guess is kind of cool too, because you know how all holidays is just like revolves around some type of food and definitely no exception for yesterday single day mile holiday where people were definitely going in besides drinking their tequila and margaritas and all that shit those tacos and burritos and mexican food and everything else sounds so good right about now Okay, I don't know who this is. Maybe you guys know who this is in the chat room or when you're listening to this live or when you're listening to this recorded show, I mean. Joseph Bracket Day. It is Joseph Bracket Day. I honestly have no idea who that is. I guess he's someone famous. Famous musician (coughs) or something. I'm not sure. Okay, this one kind of goes a little bit with yesterday. Uh, It is also National Anxiety Disorders Screening Day. Okay. Um, National Anxiety Disorders Screening Day. So I don't know. I mean, is there like an actual, you know... Like a doctor's appointment or something that you're actually just, they're going to screen you and see if you have an anxiety disorder. I don't know. I'm kind of at a loss for words. I don't know how that would be. I don't know how that whole process would happen. Well... This also should have been for yesterday or a part of yesterday because it is also National Beverage Day. Well, I guess it doesn't say alcoholic beverage. So it doesn't have to go with yesterday's Cinco de Mayo, but National Beverage Day. Okay, interesting. What is your favorite beverage? What is your favorite non-alcoholic beverage? It's funny, I think still to this day, there was a drink back when it's discontinued, they don't even make it anymore. Uh, It was a citrus drink called Five Alive. If you guys have any idea what I'm talking about, and if you guys are anywhere near as old as I am, maybe you know what I'm talking about. Citrus Punch was another one. I think they still have that, actually. Minimade? I think they still have that. The shit that's just like artificial everything and a shitload of sugar and call it a day. I don't drink like that anymore. I mainly drink like Crystal Light and shit like that now. Calorie free, but it'll give you testy cancer. You know, you got to find that balance. It is also, to go with that beverage, it is also National Crepe. Suzette Day. I'm not sure what the crepe Suzette, if that's like a certain crepe, a certain type of crepe. I'm not sure. 
I gotta I gotta be in the mood for a crepe. Some of them are really good. Some of them are really disgusting, but I really have to be completely in the mood. And it's always some type of food. Sometimes drink as well, but there's always at least one food for each day. It's almost like we should keep up with that and just know what it is and just have that food for that day just so we can celebrate it. It is National Nurses Day. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Let's give it up one time. Shouts to all the nurses on the front line of this pandemic, the ones in the hospital, the ones that are working from home. Like my mom called her this morning, said happy Nurses Day. Beautiful, beautiful day. I think it's actually Nurses Week. Um, but yeah, nurses all across the land, like shouts to them. And I'm talking really shouts to them. I'm not even saying like, I know they're they're basically doing God's work. Like I, I know that and I respect them for that. And I respect every single nurse, no matter what you're doing with your life right now or what you're doing with your license right now, because I know you're helping people. But on top of that, I understand to a certain extent because in... 2015, I believe it was. I went to trade school to become an LPN. And it was a two-year course. And honestly, after a year, I just couldn't take it. Plus, there was a lot of other shit that I didn't realize that I had to do. And, you know, I had to do some nasty shit, like put a catheter into like a 95-year-old's, you know, vagina. Which was definitely not fun. But I understand to a certain extent <laughs> that was horrible timing for that person to come in the room. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry about that. I'm just speaking it how it is. Sometimes I just tell too much. People got some cool names on the podcast. Or, uh, Poppy, you know, I must say. Um... Oh, it's also National School Nurse Day, so sucks for them. I mean, they're still nurses and they're still doing the damn thing. However, I don't know how you work as a nurse, uh, as a school nurse now. Like, at least teachers can, you know, teach or, and, you know, through a tablet or through a laptop or something like that. And I guess they can teach. I know it's, like, very odd and very strange to do so, but it is what it is. School nurses, I don't know what you're doing with your life right now. Hopefully something. It is also National Tourist Appreciation Day. Very nice, very nice. I wish I was a tourist right now somewhere. Get out of New York for a little bit. Um, all right, another school one. No homework day. Damn. That's pretty sweet. No homework day. No diet day. Pretty nice little combo there. Um, I'm sure that's not observed. And I'm sure people are, or students are at home, busting their ass working, or not, or slacking off and playing some game on their laptop that they got from, from school. Occupational Safety and Health Professional Day. All right. So it's a lot of people like a lot of uh, careers are uh, or career uh, mini holidays are popping off. That's really cool. But um, yeah, so shouts to all them. We did it. We did it. We did it. We made it through. We made it through, ladies and gentlemen. 
<laughs> Excuse me. Jeez. So, top 10 reasons. Wuhan virology lab caused COVID-19. Conspiracy theory? I think not. I think not. So let's go through these. I got 10 reasons. And I don't, I honestly don't care if you agree with me or not. Uh, or agree with this list anyway. This list is not actually my list, but I agree with it totally and completely. And the funny part is, before we even get started, when this whole COVID situation started in the United States, or actually even in China, even in China, back in like what, like November, December. It was probably earlier than that because they covered it up. Uh, and then hoarded supplies because that's what China does. Um, they were saying that this disease, this coronavirus, was passed from animal to human at a wet market in Wuhan. Wuhan. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Now, like I said before, I don't get my information from the news. Um, especially the fake news, like Trump calls it. But for the most part, it's all fake news. I get my information from different sources. I don't have to name them right now. But the sources that really tell the truth and know what they're talking about. So I listen to them. So right from the start, I was thinking, that's bullshit. It didn't come from a wet market. Something's fishy about, around, you know, something's fishy about this. Hey, what's up? Whoever said hello. It doesn't say your name, but what's up? Let me know. Let me know. What do you think? This is a conspiracy theory? I don't think it is. But on my first... Hey, what's up? From Iran. All right. Shouts to Iran. What time is it there? Um... Six in the morning. Nice. Good morning, man. Good morning. Good morning. Man or he or she. I'm not sure. Good morning. Welcome. So I knew that something fishy was going on, right? So all I can say is that I knew that this virus came from a Wuhan lab, virology lab, and... Maybe it, it got intentionally released, maybe not. But the fact that this virus itself has so many different parts to it that was man-made, it just seems like that. It was a virus to be intentionally released. Because the thing about any real virus, once it's released, you can't really contain it. It's going to spread everywhere if it's really deadly. But if you make it more like a coronavirus, which is basically like the common cold. And you add pieces of HIV, you add pieces of SARS, you add pieces like that. You know, who knows if it escaped and China covered it all up. Regardless of the fact, this disease came from a Wuhan lab. So let me just go through these because these are just some of the reasons. 
All right, well, hold on. Before I get this, before COVID, Podbean shows just three or four shows in one day. But now, shaking my head. You know what? I feel you. But if you check out my other shows, I promise you this is the first time on Podbean, and I'm new on Podbean. This is the first time I'm actually talking about it. But what I wanted to also mention was that when I was on CastBox, the first episode and second, third, fourth, fifth, but the first episode I did in mid-February, I called it and I said it escaped from a lab. And now, after months of saying the Wuhan wet market bullshit, now even it's mainstream news. Trump knows about it. Fox News, you know, like it's mainstream news. They're talking about it now. ABC News, this is not like a conspiracy theory. This is actually shit that is actually happening. So they've been trying to squash an idea that have been growing in popularity ever since COVID-19 outbreak begun. That the virology lab at the heart of Wuhan might be responsible. The outbreak started across the street from a virology lab. That's insane. For one thing, the first patients with COVID-19 have no connection to the market whatsoever. They live nearby and they appear to have spread the disease to people who went there. But the real patient zero which is your host, I am patient zero. The real patient zero never actually stepped foot inside of it. Also, COVID-19 is believed to have or originated in bats. And this was a seafood market. Nobody was selling bats inside this market. Bats just aren't something people in Wuhan normally eat. Even China's scientists have started backing away from this theory to quote directly it seems clear that the seafood market is not the only origin of the virus but to be honest we still do not know where the virus came from that's coming from china who covers everything up and bullshits and lies about everything a lot of people have pointed to Wuhan institute of virology which is just 30 minutes drive from the seafood market but that's not close enough for you. There's another lab that researches bat coronaviruses. That's even closer. The Wuhan Center for Disease Control and Prevention. And that one's not on the other side of town. It's on the other side of the street. And that Wuhan vi- virology lab was actually studying bat coronaviruses. So that's probably how that came out. Let's see. Yes, most of the shows I'm talking about Podbean. What happened to the jobs in USA? Which state do you live? You think this virus is made in a lab? Yes, for sure. It's made in a lab. Um, if you don't believe me, you can do some research. But I live in New York, and uh, jobs are getting lost, and economy is crashing. Let me tell you that. The economy is not good right now in the United States. Yes, a lot of people want Trump to go. He's trying, though. He's, you know, he's trying. You don't want to shoot the captain of a plane right now. You know what I mean? We're in an election year at the end of the year, if that even happens. But that's another podcast. Okay, so a lot of researchers in Wuhan were um, oh, studying the coronaviruses in bats. It had been a major project for the city, and the Wuhan Institute of Virology took great pride in They were at the forefront researching the cause of SARS, and it was their researchers who had proven that the last SARS outbreak originated in bats. So once again, that's where I'm sure that all came from as far as like bats and eating bats and the wet market. No one really knew because China was covering up that that virus, the COVID-19 virus could have escaped from Wuhan lab back in October. You know, who knows? They covered it up so much. And they covered it up as best they could, and then they hoarded all the materials. And then uh, I guess it spread too much that they couldn't they couldn't hide it anymore. And then they also were also saying that it can't go from human to human. The virus can't go human to human, which obviously is bullshit. Let me tell you, Trump much, much better than Obama and other Democrats. It just it just depends how you look on it, man. It just depends on how you look at it. 
<coughs> the coronavirus that's spreading around the world is at this moment has been called novel because it's unique. It's different from past diseases like SARS, about 30% difference to be exact. It's a rough number. So the real one, it might be a bit higher. The real one might be a bit higher, but the real number probably is in 96%, which is the percentage match scientists have found between COVID-19 and a form of coronaviruses carried by the bats inside of Wuhan Institute of, of Virology. I mean, 90, 96% is a huge number. A huge percentage to actually say that it was something different than coming from Wuhan Institute of Virology, if they were specifically studying coronaviruses in bats. But wait a minute, you say if those bats had the virus... They were probably bats all around Wuhan that had it, right? Afraid not. COVID-19 isn't just similar to bat coronaviruses in general. It's similar to a very specific strain of bat coronaviruses carried by bats in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Not every bat coronavirus has 96% match. In fact, when, other, when another lab compared COVID-19 to their own bats, the closest match they could find was 88%. And those bats weren't local. If you were living in Wuhan and you really wanted to find one, one of those bats, you would have to either go to a virology lab or to the place those bats had actually come from, Wuhan and Zhejiang. Uh, what you got here? I know you pay too much to save Europe, and it's hard to end. Most people have to change their model of life to be saved. From think like Wuhan virus. Remember, HIV is American virus. Uh, yep, I would have to agree to. I would have to agree with that. And actually, did you know that a part of this man-made virus, a part of it actually has an HIV component to it? Did you know that? So it, it can spread faster. So an infected bat bled on a researcher shortly before the outbreak. That's just something that didn't come out until like six months later. And by the way, on top of that, SARS escaped from a Beijing lab twice. So whatever they're doing on these labs in China... And the fact that they can escape is the part that I don't understand. I'm not surprised that there's man-made viruses. I'm not surprised they have man-made drugs. They have man-made, you know, everything else you could think of to cure people. Um, they definitely have cures for some diseases that they're not going to say because that's the cure is not in the money. I mean, the money is not in the cure. If you could prolong a disease and have somebody take a bunch of pills every month and pay for those pills every month, you're going to continuously get money. If the cure is out to, let's say, HIV or whatever... That's a one-shot deal, and then the money stops coming. And that is thanks to Big Pharma, one of the takeover organizations of the United States. And the higher-ups, the, the more higher-up that you go, the companies and the organizations, all they really truly do is care about money. And I understand that money makes the world go round, but they could care less about people. They say viruses recharge three times by China and one country. Very important. Three times. Um, yeah, I think I heard something about that. It was um it was morphing into something else, right? 
Like it was, it was rapidly changing. Now into something else. I don't know. I guess that'll be the next big thing. That'll be the next reason why we stay in our houses, in our apartments, and we're not able to go out anywhere because as soon as that curb dipped and we started going down in New York, the rest of the country is pretty much still stagnant as far as like not really going down, but just staying steady. As far as the amount of cases and the deaths from COVID-19. But now I just feel like it's going to be the next thing to say that the disease has morphed into something else. Or there's a stronger strain of it or something else is going to happen. And then they'll just keep it. You know, they'll keep it how it is and they won't open up anything. Um, I don't think that's going to happen because I know Trump wants to open the nation up before anything else. And he's like, yeah, we'll have a couple deaths, but we got to do it. And we really have to do it because our, our economy is suffering. Which means the people are suffering. You know, there's been like, what, 30 million people that applied for unemployment or at least that try to or is in the process of and are really suffering and are on you know lines for a food bank and try to feed their kids and have to get back to work so the economy being on pause for a little bit hurt us badly but the longer that we're on lockdown, the longer the, the economy suffers, the longer that people suffer, uh, the worse for United States and everything is going to go downhill. So all I'm trying to do is share some knowledge and research as far as where the virus came from. Because honestly... You heard it here first. Realizing that the disease came out of Wuhan lab. Realizing that Chinese government covered it up as long as they could and hoarded the supplies. And realizing all that that happened over in China came over here and we suffered immensely for it i'm not really thinking that trump is gonna say more sanctions i mean that's gonna happen at first but it's interesting that trump said more uh, sanctions because of what how what china was doing before and then shortly after that this disease came out so if you're going to say more sanctions and more sanctions. It might eventually lead to war. And we might actually be already in the midst of war. The beginning, beginning stages of it. That part is my opinion. I'm reading you facts, but my opinion is that I know after this and shortly, if not tomorrow or Friday, more sanctions will be given to China. Now, to me, it's, it's ridiculous because how are you going to give sanctions to China when 70% of, like, basically everything, all materials, everything comes from China to the United States? About 70%, if, if not even more. So to put a, a tougher sanctions on China... I feel like they could just be like, okay, well, we're not going to ship you these items, these specific items, or we're going to cut back in half or, you know, whatever. And on top of that, we're in debt to China. We've been in debt with, with China forever. So they got us by the balls. They completely got us by the balls. We're in debt, and not just a little. We're in debt with China with like for like three mil three trillion or something like that. 
And that's not going anywhere anywhere soon because that's been like that for decades. But regardless, something has to be done. I'm not sure what it is, and I don't know if it's going to take a coalition of countries, not just the United States, because there's other countries that are also pissed off at China right now. There's other countries that their economy went to shit, and they had several, you know, tens of thousands of people die, and they had to go through the same thing that the United States went through, and it's still going through and still suffering through. And are extremely pissed off at China. But maybe they're too small of a country. Or maybe they don't want to have a war or whatever it is. But if we have a coalition led by the United States. You never know. I'm not saying that would be a good thing. I don't want to go to war. But times are crazy. And... It's not going to get any better anytime soon. I'll tell you that right now. We have a long road ahead of us. Long road ahead of us. In so many ways. And I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir. I'm sure you guys know that already. But once again, to bring it back to the beginning of the podcast, and one of the main things that I say all the time, keep it in the moment. Stay grounded. Be mindful. Breathe slowly. And live just for that moment. Because you never know what can happen in a blink of an eye. Two months ago, everybody in the United States was chilling, had their jobs, going out, bars, restaurants, doing whatever. Boom, just like that, in a snap, in a blink of an eye. Economy crashes, stock market crashes, everything crashes, people crash. 30 million people trying to get unemployment, can't go anywhere. We're locked in our house like slaves. There's a bigger plan and there's a bigger purpose, which eventually. I will make a whole nother podcast about. And what that podcast is about, because I'm out of time, is after this effect and after the madness actually decreases, which is going to take some time. And a lot of things are going to be changed. There's going to be, you know, we have to wear masks wherever we go outside the house. Like it's a war zone. We're going to have to still social distance. There's going to still be very um, straight. It's going to be a very strange, awkward world. But the next step, the next stage. I don't think I'm even mentally prepared for. So I'm going to stay in the moment. Because now we're talking when the vaccines come out. And they actually put a mini chip or a little bar tattoo that can only be seen by a certain laser for proof to show that you can only go places if you got the vaccine from COVID-19. And what the hell is that going to do to people? Because people are going to obviously, some people are going to want the vaccine. Some people are going to be forced to have the vaccine. And it's just another way of controlling us. And obviously, there's been a lot of that over the last couple decades but especially over the last decade especially over the last five years the last couple years you know the censorship the 5g the vaccines coming out soon next year whenever it's all about control it's 
controlling the population, controlling the sheeple. They already showed how quickly and how easy they can scare people by making this disease the most fearful thing in the world and having people die of natural causes and still calling it a COVID case and everything else. They scared people. And with fear, fear equals control. And if the real people that are speaking the truth are being banned on YouTube or being banned on Google or not coming up when you search them or their Facebook is being taken down, that's a form of control. So the vaccines will be the next level. Mark of the Beast. Force me to get a vaccine. Watch what happens. You don't get a vaccine, you go to jail. I know that's what's going to happen. But you know what's going to happen next? Riots like you've never seen. Riots. And this podcast was not meant to intentionally scare anybody or provoke fear in any way. I'm just saying shit that needs to be said. And I'm getting my information from real people and real sources that are not on Facebook, are not on the news, are not on YouTube, are not on Google. So, no, this is not a conspiracy theory. This is the beginning. This is step one, stage one. I hope you motherfuckers are ready because it's about to get real. Rest of 2020 is going to be a shit show. And then the vaccine comes out and it's going to be downhill from there. Like it's already not downhill. But you got to keep your head up. Hopefully you have a higher power. Hopefully maybe it's just the universe. Hopefully you believe in just doing the right thing. This is all happening for a reason. And we are all here alive experiencing it for a reason. Even if we don't know what that reason is. I honestly pray for everybody. I pray for everybody in the world, everybody in the United States, friends, family. I pray for everybody that we can get through this as easily as possible and as painless as possible. COVID-19 has eerily similarities to HIV. It's just a part of it that they put together when they were manufacturing it. Researchers at the lab had recently created a new coronavirus. That's good. The communist Chinese government ordered silence. Well, we already went through that. And now, because shit already hit the fan in the last two months, now the Chinese government is tightening up biolab security. Well, that's that. We talked about a lot. We definitely talked about a lot. And like I said, sometimes this podcast is informative. And tonight was one of those nights. I really hope you got something out of it. Even just a piece, because I know I was talking a lot. And I was kind of all over the place, but it's it's hard to say everything I want to say in one podcast, especially when I go off on a tangent. But it was an important tangent, and that's why I kept it moving. Fuck China. Pray for the United States. Keep it moving, Podbean. Let's keep doing this until we get banned. This is a mixture of variety. I'm patient zero. Have a good night.